Hello and welcome to a special episode of You Missed My Childhood. My name is Ali Tabib Najad and I am the co-host of this show. This is a podcast where we usually uh, introduce me to a movie that Jeff, your host, has seen uh, in his youth. But this is a special episode, like I said, and in it I am going to introduce Jeff to an Iranian movie, which, uh, you know, like the last time we did this depicts a significant aspect of Iranian culture. Um, I'm coming to you for the first time from Atlanta, Georgia, and here's your usual host, Jeff, as always, from Missoula, Montana. How are you doing, Jeff? Hey, man, I'm doing well. Yeah, you're in Atlanta, finally. That's uh, that, that's really exciting. It, uh, yeah, it is. No? It kind of is. <laughs> you're not impressed so far? <laughs> I uh, it hasn't won your heart, as the saying goes. Atlanta took my heart away. That's not a saying. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it can't be now. <laughs> yes, uh, you haven't. I don't have anything against it. It's just uh, the new place is um, new. I don't want to talk anything bad about it because I'm in it right now. Oh, and your roommate's listening with um, his uh, ear against the door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Well, well, I can say yeah. one thing. You mentioned you mentioned a foul or odor and then the foul odor has been replaced by a chemical that gives you headaches yes i made that up um, oh i thought the you part did where it gives me headaches uh-huh. but uh, there is definitely a chemical flowery odor now where there used to be uh, cat pee odor uh-huh. um and uh, it's uh, better but it's still an odor um was he lying about inviting the girls over too Ah, I think I heard one the other day. I don't know if it was. His oh my guest god, are these elves or girls? <laughs> uh, it may have been a different room. I heard giggles and um, a girl's voice from it, or it may, may have been the television. Um, but I best not speculate more, lest he be listening with a stethoscope against the wall. Um, as, as roommates are, are want to do, exactly. Want to do, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so just out of curiosity, is this like an actual house that you're living in, or is it a series of apartments? Like, g- give, give us a little overview of your neighborhood, and maybe that's boring as hell. Maybe don't, maybe don't do this. I don't know. Do what everything is interesting here. <laughs> um, it's an apartment complex type situation a bunch of um, mm. apartments mm-hmm. stuck together they're not very complex it's not like a big building but um it's a gated community whoa you um, bourgeois pig <laughs> right <laughs> and i don't know if i have my own code yet to get in so i kind of feel like a an outsider still mm. um like a yeah every time i park when i look around i'm like oh, do be, these people are they judging me are they thinking i'm a sketchy person wow um when i like follow a vehicle in instead of putting in a code whoa um, you do that huh with your sunglasses on your lights off yeah i know i totally do well yeah well, i mean you know maybe may, maybe this is the uh you know this is the first transition to a better thing but it's uh Welcome to Atlanta. Thank you. Thank you. You say it like you've lived here for years. I have. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yes, I'm actually... They call me Jeff Atlanta Ron Schaefer. Because <laughs> I know so much about the city. It's like I know it like the back of my hand. And you actually live here, not really in Missoula. You just fly to Missoula to fo- record the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm actually in Atlanta. I just didn't want to tell you because it's right. awkward to record this face-to-face. I don't know. I get nervous. Right. We are to talk about a movie called Offside. Hold on here. I got uh, updates too. I, no, I, this is part of the intro. Oh, okay. Still. Sorry, sorry. Okay, you go. 
And uh, I, I wanted to say first off that our childhoods uh, were very different because this one extends into 2006, at which time I was living with you, if my memory serves me right. <laughs> Watching my first soccer game ever, if my memory serves me right. And actually, really? it was probably related to this World Series because it was the final game, uh, which was Italy versus World France, series. right before I moved to France. Okay, you mean World oh, Cup. Yeah, see? Okay, well, here we go. This is going to keep on <laughs> happening, folks, so get used to it. I, I yeah. know as much as I do um, about Farsi and Iran as I do about soccer. No, I think you know more about soccer. There's less to know about soccer than there is to know about Iran. <laughs> I don't... Okay, you're probably right on that. <laughs> it's a bit deeper. Right, right. Um, and I realized that I had said what I wanted to say, that we are talking about a movie called Offside. Ah. Um so yeah, carry on with updates. Oh, the the biggest update I have is I don't know. Do you ever do any sort of like New Year's resolution type thing? No. Somebody else asked me that question, mm. and I had a good answer, but I can't remember it right yeah. now. But I will. I mean, I guess you have few vices, so it's not very fun to take away. Like <laughs> I'm going to cut out all my caffeine. I guess I don't know. Not take my poop pill. <laughs> not take my poop pill. I'm not going to take sleeping pills anymore. Yeah, there you go. I'll just going to be awake. I'll just have terrible sleep and be really crabby. Right. My answer was that if you don't have like a plan in effect, a realistic plan to pull off what it is you're going to do, you're probably not going to do it. So hmm. I just don't worry about New Year's resolutions. So why did you bring this oh, up? Oh, I don't usually either, but I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm doing something that's kind of uh, a bit insane, but I'm just trying to cut out... Pretty much sugar. Actually, yeah, sugar and inebriance for the next three months or so. Oh, okay. I get inebriance. Why not sugar? Uh, I kind of feel like this related just as far as my brain goes. I don't know. I've been having like headaches ever since I had COVID, about, and which was exactly a year ago. And so I wow. guess I'm just trying to figure pinpoint um, if I can make those better. And cutting out sugar seems like a good place to start. So, okay, no video games? Video games? Those? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, those have lots of sugar, <laughs> so I've cut those out as well. Right. You're right. Especially the ones you play. They're so sweet. They are really sweet. Yeah, because Mario is such a sweet guy, and I'm uh, apparently a yeah, perpetual right. kid. Well, one last thing I want to mention is yes. that I, I finished the Get Back Beatles documentary, which uh, we talked a second about off mic, which is, I don't like 10 hours or something crazy like that. Because it's yeah. Peter Jackson. I don't think the guy knows how to edit anything. I think he knows how to film a ton of <laughs> shit. I think he knows how to like compile things, but I don't think he knows how to cut things out. Did he film this yeah, himself? Yeah, yeah, when, when he was, was a child. Like yes, when he was a four year old right. New Zealander, he went to, I don't know, however old he was in 1969. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but it was, uh, I, oh. I, it's, it's surprising that's a big thing because I could see it being extremely boring to most folks, but I, I really liked it because I, I you know, the Beatles are kind of like one of my first entries into music, like I think they are for lots of folks. And,. I also just the whole songwriting process and like seeing songwriters and seeing musicians play together for that long. It really made me kind of, I don't know, mournful that but I don't have a uh, music buddy. We had our 20s uh, where we could have been something, could have been a band, could have been a contender, but no. <laughs> I'm going to play it. I'm going to start playing guitar again because because honestly, I haven't played guitar since I made the intro for this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I really haven't played my guitar at all since I moved. Yeah, I haven't made music since I made uh, I guess I kind of did that for my job mm. a little bit a few months ago. But uh, it wasn't like live music, so I'm not sure if it counts. Ah, eh, yeah, it's music. Music's music. It absolutely absolutely is 
It absolutely is. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, you want to do that voice in the whole episode? That'd be fun. <laughs> I don't know why I just yawned. I had just drank two Red Bulls, but I still yawned. Oh, I thought you said you shawned, and I was like, oh, is that what this is? Is this a Sean Connery impression? I'm not paying that fee I've incurred. It's unjust. That's from Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh, so fake Sean Connery. <laughs> Got it. Fake Sean Connery. <laughs> I remember when I was in right. France, I was uh, <laughs> at this at this soft opening for an Indian restaurant with all the foreigners there. And there was a Scottish guy that was next to me. And I asked him, how does it feel knowing that uh, Sean Connery is the voice of Scrooge McDuck? And he kind of lost his shit. <laughs> Wait, he no, is? he's definitely not. Oh. This is some dumb Jeff shit that I said. <laughs> I just remember Scrooge McDuck, Scrooge McDuck. No, <laughs> that's awesome. No, but I think you're right, though. Like the early Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. yeah okay. Yes. The early Scrooge McDuck is definitely Sean Connery. But I'm yeah, going to convince you. As now. he got older, right, you know, voices right. wear and tear, and they had to get a, a exactly. new young fake Scottish guy there. I have some updates. Oh, oh too. you do? Yeah. Okay, great. On top of uh, yeah, yeah. Let, yeah. Let's uh, let's hear him. I have four holes in my stomach. Is now. that a good thing? I think so. I mean, I wish so there were less do, of them. Do your holes heal up, or are you just like do you have more orifices now? <laughs> it's uh, it's a big pain in the ass every time i drink or eat something which is kind of the same thing now i uh have to like plug one hold my hands over <laughs> these holes <laughs> so the food stays yeah. the same inside my butt is bleeding a little bit every time i pee but what i think that's what? normal for you know i gotta leave that in oh what the fuck <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Not? Yeah, I mean, so Poop and Ali's butt comes up every single episode, it turns out. Every single yeah, episode? I mean, um, oh, I guess poop. Right. right. I, I mean, you are poop. the man that brought us macros. So. <laughs> I'm okay with poop. I can talk about it. Anyway, do you have any updates? I think you you finished I, I, yours. I think, I think we're good. Yeah, we should probably move on to the Iranian movie that I watched uh, like a week ago. <laughs> right. So another unusual thing about this episode is that we are recording on a Wednesday, which is two days later than we usually record for several reasons, none of which are really interesting. But one of them was that uh, we were both kind of tired one of the days. And um, it doesn't sound like it's too different tonight, even though... Like I said earlier, I've had I mean, I'm good. <laughs> I just made you. I just made I Ali know. do a bunch of jumping jacks and push-ups, and maybe you've noticed the effect right. it has. Maybe you haven't. Yeah, maybe, I, I noticed maybe, the effect. Yeah. Good, good. Okay. Well, yeah. So, so For this this movie. Uh, so, do you want to get into actually talking about the movie? Not really. Let's talk about the holes in my okay. stomach. The ones more. you have to plug up, and I'm scratching the one on the right now. And it's giving me the sensation of, okay, I'm done. Um, did uh, any major questions come up for you that were sort of burning in your mind right well, after? Well, obviously, obviously, the whole gimmick 
was was like, holy shit, this is kind of so. I, you know, this movie is apparently filmed. Yeah, gimmick. I mean, a gimmick where it's filmed in kind of real time with like this actual football game or oh, a soccer game happening. How did you know about this? Well, because obviously, the, did the, you the, look the, yeah, up? The, no, okay. Did you not see the intro? Like the very first thing the movie says when it comes on. Oh yeah, I was kind of disappointed by the intro. But also, I would have noticed that, like, oh okay, I don't think this movie packed a stadium full of a hundred thousand people just for the movie. <laughs> Especially considering that there's like five actors in it. Crazier things have been I done. I guess so. Though, for I guess so. But yeah, movies. I mean, so yeah, but yeah. So I guess I'd kind of call that a gimmick because it seems like it's filmed in more or less real time, and there must not have been much room for error or like multiple takes or anything like that. Well, I'm guessing only some of it was because it said when I read the mm-hmm. Wikipedia that it took 39 days to film. Oh wow! Um, and huh. wait a but minute. But it did say that it was partially partially filmed during the game i guess anything where they're just filming folks in the gate then that doesn't need multiple takes where they're filming like the women that are like gated up right. so you know this is a movie that we should probably actually like put some context in so the whole the whole concept is that uh women are not allowed to go to games in iran at least at the time is that still the case uh that has a story uh which i will tell after you okay finish up. so yeah it's essentially just about uh, uh women um i guess there's like five of them total maybe six or so and they're all trying to get into this game and watch it and they uh, get kind of pinned up in this off area that's kind of offside i guess like the penalties are offside (laughs) i don't know (laughs) penalties are offside oh my god do you like no no i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) i told you man farsi iran soccer like i I know i know as much about i know there's a man named pele that played soccer that's true. Yep. I also know there's a guy named... Ro- oh, I also know that I was trying to like give an example when I was teaching in China about winners and losers. And so I wrote, okay, so let's just say China is playing a soccer game against Brazil. And China has seven and Brazil has zero <laughs> points. And all the students were like, that's impossible! That's impossible! No, that's impossible! We can... <laughs> so that's what I know about soccer. <laughs> yeah, that would be impossible. <laughs> Um, Even the kids in China <laughs> thought so. They're like, no, bad example. Right, right. <laughs> That's funny. Um, seven. <laughs> um. <laughs> Wait, is, is, is that the problem? It's the fact that it's seven and not the fact that it's China winning against Brazil? Because that's how I took it. Okay. Both. They are weaker than Iran and Iran wouldn't have a chance against really? Brazil. Really? Okay. A lot of countries wouldn't. Yeah, Brazil is but pretty But Iran won the World Cup, right? <laughs> what? Okay, no. Iran got to the qualifiers. Okay. Made it to the top 32 teams in the actual event that's called okay. the World Cup. But Because uh, in the yeah. movie, at the end of it, it kind of seemed like Iran won the World Cup. <laughs> Which is what impressed right. me. Because so at the end, for anyone that doesn't know, Iran beats the other team. What was the other team they were playing against? Oh, Bahrain. Bahrain. Yeah, yeah. So they, they win. And I think it was a, like just one one point, right? One, yeah, one to zero. One, one yeah. goal. Yeah. And so everyone's celebrating the streets. You know, there's women. There's bus full of women that's kind of being transported. Uh, were they being transported to? Are they going to go get punished? Yeah, like to a to a vice yeah. squad or what? But yeah. yeah, so they're all celebrating, and then it's happening real time. So I guess it's very lucky the filmmakers had this happen. Well, they had an alternate had, ending yeah. if the. Um, game right. had gone differently but uh, yeah so it was 
fortuitous and awesome that they won. Yeah, and then there's day. a scene too where this guy like pulls off the guard and like, hey, come out here, guard, do some dancing. That must have been a real thing, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so I've have I've had uh, firsthand experience with that um, kind of thing. So this happened in 2006, mm-hmm. uh, but um, the uh, the boy who was the fireworks guy. You oh, know like the only about? the only boy in the bus besides the guards. The yeah. only boy in the bus. Yeah, at the end, exactly. Um, he references November 18th or November 8th or some <clears> such. Last time when Iran uh, went to the okay. World Cup, when Iran played Australia, and Iran was behind 2-0 in Australia's stadium. So, you know, everybody thought this was over. You know, every Iranian was dejected. I remember my brother having his legs completely stretched out. And after, like, this long, arduous battle against all kinds of countries um, where first our hopes were up and then they were like, oh, shit, we are losing all of a sudden. We are losing, we are losing. And we became sort of the... We had these last hopes with playing against Australia and Australia was a, was a much stronger team. Anyway, we were behind 2-0 and uh, they scored once um, just kind of this shitty goal <laughs> that shouldn't have happened. Iran scored a shitty goal? <laughs> and then... Oh, why, yeah, why was it right. shitty? Um, just because it was messy. It wasn't like a pretty was game. Was it offside? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> when does that come in? I want to learn what offside means. <laughs> I didn't look up anything. It's a stupid. It's not are, a stupid. Are the women one, but, offside? Um, anyway, when they're when they're penned up. No, that's not no. gonna sit. No. I mean, I I, no. I know. Well, at one point <laughs> no. here. I, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, on, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, Australia, right? Um, and it was a situation where like the goals scored in the other team's stadium would count double if everybody was uh, equal at the end. Um, what? And Iran, yeah, so, like, it was, they have to play two games, one in Australia, one in Iran. The one in Iran ended 1-1, and uh, the one in Australia, if Australia had won 2-0, then, you know, they would win, because there's one win and one one um, equal game. Um, but uh, if Iran had won, Iran would have won because, you know, one win, one um, draw. But um, if both games were to come out equal, then they would count the number of goals and the goals scored in the other team's stadium would count double. If, if it got to 2-2, Iran would win because it would have scored twice while Australia would have scored once in the other team's field. And uh, about four minutes after that messy goal, um, oh, it was Iran a messy goal, huh? Scored, it wasn't very neat. Oh, it wasn't very neat. Yeah, four minutes after the messy goal, Iran scored a beautiful goal. Not a messy one. And just not a messy one. Beautiful goal. And uh, like that goal has been burnt into the memory wow. of every Iranian for generations. I, that's actually not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a generation maybe, or, or two generations. <laughs> a generation, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and the goal scorer was actually Khudadad, which was 
argue oh, yeah, that. I, I was going to write his name down, um, but then it went too quickly. And I didn't want to rewind. So that guy scored okay. that goal. So anyway, then um, after the game was over, my brother and I were like, we were just so happy. We didn't know what to do with ourselves. So we were like, let's just go for a drive. You know, what the fuck? We can't stay here, um, apparently, because we were just so restless and happy. And um, we realized that everybody in the country had gone through the same thing and was in the streets it was it was the most the happiest wow. day of my life like there was um there was just celebrations and people dancing and i don't know cheering in the streets for an entire day and like nothing like that nothing that happy had ever happened uh in the history of the country that wow. i grew up in um until that day yeah so it was it was pretty awesome and this kind of seems like a repeat of that, right? So, I mean, you weren't there at this time. Yes, but, yeah. it was like, yeah, right. eight years later. It, it yeah, seemed like that kind of moment, time. absolutely. And I remember you telling me this story before, yeah. and I was like, wait a minute, he couldn't have been talking about 2006 because he was already here. And I, it, it, the way you talked right. about it before, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I heard about this thing. It was like, no, I experienced this thing, and it, it affected me profoundly. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, let's see, like big wins have kind of sparked that same, I don't know if now it's more calculated on everybody's part or what, but uh, it seems like a time when rules get suspended and um, like I definitely didn't think dancing would be a cool thing in in the streets or, you know, um, music in the streets would be okay and no, nobody would say anything about it. But that day everything Damn, was okay. wow, yeah. Um, like the cop or the the soldier should dance. That was the kind of atmosphere yeah. Um, in the street. Yeah, and the guy came on like, with uh, th- like some yeah. some drinks or some buns. I can't remember what it was, but a guy came on the bus. I imagine he both. Oh, okay. And that wasn't an actor, probably, right? I don't know. I, it's it's hard to like predict something like that and count on it happening. So it may well have been scripted, but it's something that uh, was completely in in line with you know the atmosphere yeah. and the happenings i mean i I, I took yeah. for, especially from the moment of the win i really didn't take the movie to be that scripted at that point i kind of just like thought the movie was taking us wherever the atmosphere the atmosphere of that time was taking us the fact that they were let go was completely believable to me hmm. i don't know did it come across as believable to you mm, it seemed i I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm, I'm just saying that to be like, believe it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. because that's totally would be something that would happen. Yeah. Um, like you would, you couldn't move that bus even if you wanted to with the amount of people in the streets and definitely to not, not to something, you know, as dark as a, dark as a dungeon and mm. damp as the dew, you know, where pleasures are. <laughs> few <laughs> you know you know the scene and i'm sorry i don't know anyone's name but uh do you, do you know the scene where one of the girls has to go to the bathroom and so the soldier like gives her this uh i guess a soccer player's <laughs> face and cuts out the eyes that's supposed yeah. to be funny right oh my god i realized this movie was a lot funnier than i'd ever realized it was until wait 
I didn't realize it was as funny until this last viewing. Ah, okay. For some reason. Okay. <laughs> I found it a lot funnier. I don't know if it was the because I was looking at the subtitles or... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the just... subtitles, lots of things just weren't translated at all. And I felt I felt the subtitles were definitely missing lots of stuff. But maybe you can fill me in on that. I wrote down mistranslations. I don't know if I wrote down things that I felt like it missed How about... So much. I, I did, about, I did about write at least one quote here. Let me find it here. I like it. I hope it's not a mistranslation. What does Iran do? Iran riddles you with goals. Oh, yes. I'm so happy that you... I actually have that in here, like, written down. That goes, Iran surakhet mikone. Surakh surakhet mikone. Which means Iran will make a hole into you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Surakh surakhet mikone is like riddle you with holes. And it's a little more aggressive and yeah. uh, impolite than riddles you with goals. <laughs> it makes more sense though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, I mean, that, that's our new episode description now, thanks to your recent surgery. You just got riddled with yes. holes. Yeah, that that's going to be thematic and in two ways. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, like I feel like there were like three or four topics that came up during my little story Well, about... Mostly, the only thing I can think of is just the general meaning of offside. And so... They did. Oh, they did yeah. mention the definition at one point. Just a second. Let's see if my notes did any good at capturing what it actually means. Wait, who did what? You looked up the definition. No, no, no. no. They, they mentioned offside. Someone said something's offside. I don't remember that being a thing in the movie. Oh, it totally was. Yeah, but now I mean, maybe I dreamt it because I'm not finding it in my notes. So. <laughs> did, like, I don't know if there was. At any point during the movie, an explanation of the offside rule. But you're saying there was. Yeah, there I've was. I've seen this movie several something times. Something about a penalty. I don't know. Penalty. Yeah. Weird. You said something about a penalty being offside. Right. Is that not right? That, that's what they said. No, penalties and offsides are different concepts. They said maybe altogether. an offside gets you put in the penalty space, something like that. Oh. Does that make sense? Like the girls were? So they, they, they committed, uh, they came in offside. Okay, I think... I'm just um, trying to really tie in this uh, metaphor metaphorical meaning. <laughs> they were talking about something else and using soccer as a metaphor or the rules of soccer. They weren't right. actually saying anything about soccer. Okay, And I think maybe. the penalty area was probably the little area they were held in. Yes, exactly. So they were offside. And they were caught offside, they meaning caught. they were caught as girls trying to sneak into a, uh. a soccer game. But the offside rule is, uh, is this weird rule that is made uh, to prevent something that if you actually play soccer and don't have it you become sick of pretty quickly like say we are like group of 10 guys we have one goalkeeper in each side and then like the four of us go attacking and those guys defend with three folks and as soon as like they can they kick the ball over to one person that's standing by the other goal and that guy that's standing by the by the uh, by our goalkeeper scores it's there to prevent that from happening hmm. so the rule says that the uh, that a person that is behind our defenders is offside i don't really get it <laughs> oh, okay. i was so proud of myself and that explanation right i mean now. Some, something about <laughs> sports stuff as soon as i hear it it's kind of like hearing like a language you don't understand or something you just can't help I but know, just kind of I like know. oh yeah. i'm trying to kind of pay attention but uh, it's really not sinking and in offside is a is a weird rule yeah it's, it sounds like yeah. a weird rule 
I wanted to ask you about、uh, candle flower papillon. Our team is the champion. Champion. Sham ogolo parvune. Oh yeah. Okay. Is that is that mean? Do you use that word for butterfly? Oh wow. I know you use I, like kind of lots of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's actually we don't. Oh. No.、Okay. No. No. I just know <laughs>、okay. enough French to know. <laughs> But yeah, that's sham ogolo. Parvune teame ma kahramune, which is literally what they translated there. Except, of course, they translated papillon for the sake of rhyming、oh, instead、yep. of butterfly.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, good good job, translators, for that one at least. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, and maybe my memory is pretty colored by just my own personal experience, but I, there, like it seemed like a lot of people had、uh, cell phones. Was that pretty common already? Because I didn't actually have a cell phone at this time. Yeah, like Iran kind of kept in step with the rest of the world, if not like a little farther ahead. <laughs> yeah, because、well, I mean, I don't know. Were cell phones?、Yeah. Did most Americans have cell phones in two thousand six? I think so. We may not have. Really? I was just really far behind on that. I might have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like we were pretty hippie-ish. Hippie-ish with the cell phones and whatnot. Yeah. You mean like. Luddites. Uh, yeah. We didn't have a television for the longest time. Oh, sure. You know, right, and I guess you didn't until last year. You're a luddite. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I know. I only have one because it was given to us free. Oh, I I did want to say that this movie was really hard to get into at first because it was so chaotic, just like the sound editing and just everything going on and just like so much chanting with the horns and stuff. With the you know with like the Iranian Jake Gyllenhaal in the beginning that I thought was gonna be a main character, but then he. wasn't wasn't the rest of the movie. Iranian Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know. This guy kind of looked like Jake Gyllenhaal. The guy who was looking for her daughter. No, God, not the old man. No, there's just a du- random dude on the bus, and he's not a main character at all. But I was like, oh, oh he must be a main character, yeah, but then he's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, right. He kind of looks like he's on drugs. He's <laughs> he does, doesn't、yeah. he?、Um, and one one thing.、Um, Did you catch the bit where、uh, they were gonna say some less than polite stuff, but they didn't because it was a family environment? They called it. <laughs> What? When? Who? Who did this? What? In the bus early, early, early in the bus. Like okay. The boys in the bus. Ah,、uh, what were they about to say?、Uh, I don't know. I think they were gonna throw around some insults. Huh. And then、uh, they were some ki- some of the boys started coughing, like this is a family environment. No,、oh, I did. I didn't notice、uh, that. And. It's interesting because one of the biggest arguments against girls being allowed in the、um, games is that there's lewd language. Right. And,、um, oh, and apparently, how Japanese women can go to the games because they don't understand the swearing. Yes, like foreign women can go to games of their the countries that they're from.、Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Yeah,、um, but Iranian women can't go、uh, or couldn't go. I thought that this could have been a play. Oh. It really could have, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, because you know it's pretty limited sets. I mean, mostly you're dealing with the characters in the bus or in the pen or around the that's pen. That's right, 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 right. And there's a bathroom scene, and that's that's about as far as you get from the from the bus and the stadium pen. Oh, another mistranslation was、um, when. The、uh, one of the soldiers was compla- complaining about the bathroom girl who ran away. Just when he came back,、mm-hmm. he was like, "The bitch ran away." Yeah,、And、I figured that probably wasn't accurate. Yeah, from our last right, the last Iranian、right. we watched. What he said was、um, like literal translation would be like, 
disloyal non-man. <laughs> Sounds worse than bitch. <laughs> uh, disloyal non-man. That non-man, like, is, a, is an insult for men. Oh, huh. Like, like you're not man oh, enough. Oh, yeah, of, you're, like, you're right. like a wimp. No, you're an, an, more of an asshole. Like, um, like unman. I don't know if if that makes an, makes any sense. Unman. No, I don't know. It's it's hard to translate. But like the literal translation would be unman, non-man, no man. Mm-hmm. Like he just doesn't. He's not. I don't know a person. They're both insults you would level at an equal, which I thought was super interesting. Um, and this the whole way they treated the actual human conflicts in the movie was very equal and very like everything that happened between everybody was very civil um and very realistic at the same time and i think it was very clever on the part of the director to do that to show that all these fears are actual fears nothing more and that people are civil and like how far the soldiers went to uh to protect a woman <laughs> was very cute, I thought. What did you think of that? Something about the soldiers seemed kind of cute because they're kind of like bumbling and like borderline yeah. incompetent. I was wondering like how powerful are these folks actually, these guards, these soldiers really? So there's mandatory military service. So uh, that doesn't last longer than two years. So they're not very powerful at all. I mean, I yeah, think I if figured. you go in with a higher rank if you have a college education or whatever, but... Uh, um, probably they were, you know, just high school graduates who uh, just had to go through it because it's the law of the land. My notes just got this weird oily substance on them and I don't know where it came from. Maybe your stomach, one of your holes? Oh, I should check that, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm leaking, like, olive oil from earlier. should wipe that up. Thanks. Oh. That was a great suggestion. Did you notice at the very beginning, um, this is another thing the director did uh, pretty uh, astutely, I think, how the soldier borrowed the girl's cell phone to call her, to call his uh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. But yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely something that's frowned upon or thought to not exist or, uh, you know, is against the norms of society as seen by uh, the ruling clerics or, you know, the ones that oppose women in stadiums. But it's very commonplace for people to uh, have relationships with each other, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. So, so so that was his girlfriend? Yes. Okay, okay. I did kind of pick that up, but it wasn't very obvious. Yeah, it was very subtle. Okay. But, I was uh, like, because right when I started, like, questioning... I was like, oh, yeah. no, I, th- I think I'm, like, taking this the wrong way. And then they didn't, like, follow up anymore. So, you know, it wasn't like... he was The soldier was yeah. not... He wasn't a character... He wasn't one of the main characters, right? No, yeah. he was not one of the okay. main soldiers, yeah. Okay. He left after, like, he dropped her off. Yeah, yeah. I did pick that up. But then I dismissed it. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm misunderstanding something. <laughs> especially in the beginning, I just felt no. like I was misunderstanding everything. I was like, oh, this is really kind of hard to get into. That's strange, yeah, because I thought, at least for me, it was readily... Um, I mean... I guess uh, that's obvious, and it's very understandable. Never mind. It's not funny at all. <laughs> I mean, it might be funny. <laughs> I immediately got into yeah, it. Yeah, just, just, you know, it was like so soccer-centric at first, and I was like, huh. And it was just like, like I said, it was just so chaotic, and I wasn't really quite sure who to focus on, and the sound editing was kind of strange. It kind of reminded me of like a Robert Alden movie where just you hear like a bunch of voices talking at the same time. Uh, and you're like, yeah, I don't know, right, I don't know what right. I focus on right here. 
And so many people showed up and left as candidates for the main character. Yeah, like that Jake Gyllenhaal guy. Yeah. I was like, he's going to be in this. Is he a junkie? (laughs) What's going on with him? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So have you been to any big sporting events that, uh, like, A, I guess, have you, first of all, and then, like, two that you have been passionate about? (laughs) Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so so when I was probably like 9 or 10, I did go to basketball games somewhat frequently, and I was pretty into basketball. At least I thought I was getting into basketball. Oh, and then okay. I, my dad took me to a football game, but didn't explain anything about football. And this is American football, of course. And I really had no idea what was going on. I felt like every... When you were that same age-ish? Yeah, I guess I was probably 9 or 10 okay, or something okay. like that. And my, main, right. my main takeaway was just like how how many people were there like i was like up yeah. on the top and i remember like kind of feeling really almost like a vertigo-y feeling and just kind of like overwhelmed by yeah. the amount of like noise and bodies and people but right. then the game itself right. i was like wait what the hell's a line of scrimmage what what's why is everyone saying defense i don't know what defense meant and, <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. and he was like ah shut up the game's gone <laughs> so that, that was that was the start of me not oh. becoming very disinterested with American football. And then yeah. I have, I mean, this wasn't in person, but then, you know, that first soccer game, I remember, like, I think that was pretty fun to watch where, where Zidane Zidane headbutted the Italian dude. Yeah. Yeah, that, I remember that. Yeah. And I guess the world remembers that. I watched one of Flippers. Oh, no, no, no. I watched US versus Ghana at Flippers. And I was I was secretly rooting for Ghana because you, you know how you talked <laughs> about how uh, Iran were. was like, that's like the happiest day in Iran. If the US yeah. got the qualifiers, like five people care. <laughs> right. I mean, more than that. <laughs> it seems like soccer is becoming more and more of a thing here. But first yeah. off, we just took the name football and applied it to something else, which is a really jerk move because it's already a sport <laughs> that every language. Right. I mean, wh- how do you say football? How do you say soccer in Iran and Farsi? Football. Yeah, exactly. So even a language right. that doesn't even have like, you know, many cognates still decides that football is the way to call this sport. But then the U.S. is like, no, we're gonna call this thing we made up football. That's way worse. Right. <laughs> uh, well, it should be called helmet ball or something, yeah. but we'll call it football. Helmet ball, I like that. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> or a handball, <laughs> muscle ball. <laughs> yeah, handball is already a sport, though. Mm-mm. Okay, helmet ball then. Helmet ball is where it's yeah. at. I like it. And then I actually yeah, I joined cool. a football team, and when I was twelve. But did you? <laughs> yes, but you. <laughs> this is how far I got into it. So right away, the the coach did not give me a helmet or anything, and so I couldn't join in <laughs> oh, on the no. practice because you you can't do foot you know practice without a helmet. So I ended up yeah. just like walking around the shitty little town I was in, and like that's when I started picking up smoking cigarettes. And <laughs> so yeah, I'd go to football practice, quote unquote. But then really, I was just like wandering around oh, with a bunch God. of low lives. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then I remember That's the next hilarious. year, the coach was like, hey, you need to get back to Jersey or else you'll never play football again. I was like, I didn't play football last year. What are you talking about? <laughs> Have your jersey. I went to practice once. You didn't give me a helmet. You tried to kill me. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Like one of the more common calls when I was a EMT was a 12-year-old who had just gotten a concussion or, you know, maybe gotten a concussion on a uh, football field. One of the more common so yes. this happened often. Like, yes. Damn. Like once every 
two or three weeks there would be one man and so i was a 12 year oh yeah that would have been me so yeah really it was like right. some higher power was like don't give this boy a helmet <laughs> steer him towards cigarettes he'll live longer <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's funny um but that reminds me of one thing i didn't answer uh that i said i would um <laughs> At the beginning, uh, and this the question was if the ban was still in effect. Oh, yeah, um, of course. Yeah, and there is a bit of a sad story that I should tell before um, I tell you what happened. Uh, some girl um, at 29 years old in 2019 tried to get into a uh, actually a club match um, and uh, she was arrested and on September 2nd of that year uh, she went to court for it and was told that she might receive a six-month sentence and when she exited the court she poured petrol on herself oh. and self-immolated and a week later she died in the hospital oh, man. Um, but um, a month later, Iran allowed women for the first time to uh, watch a uh, soccer game Holy between the shit. national team. Yeah. That's what it took, though. Uh, right. Holy right. shit. And uh, the um, FIFA qualifying games are happening right now, and Iran uh, gets to host uh, a few of the games, and it's uh, FIFA's condition for hosting those games that the, that women be allowed um, even though right now, because of COVID, they're not allowing anyone. Um, they uh, have to allow women in order to uh, be able to qualify. So that's pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I, I kind uh, of figured in some way that women were allowed now, but I didn't think it would take up to 2019. Right. Oh, yeah. It's huge resistance for some reason. And Ahmadinejad, of all people, the guy who said Israel should be wiped oh, off yeah. the map. I remember, I remember he him. Wanted to, uh, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to reverse the the ban but was overruled by damn higher yeah. Up mullahs yeah yeah holy shit so did you recognize any of the actors um there <laughs> <laughs> i mean am i supposed Sorry. to are you just doing this because i ask you <laughs> um no no um i was gonna say that even if you knew iranian actors you wouldn't recognize any of them because they were all non-professional actors oh ha ha nice one yeah the, i was gonna say that there's a woman there's a woman in the new season of search party that looks kind of like one of them but uh looks kind of like the guard <laughs> okay but obviously it's not her and the director jafar panohi had to pull some serious shenanigans to make the movie like one of the things I'm he kinda did wondering about that. Um, yeah, was he actually gave him a fake script um, that was about some, you know, men attending a football game or something. Um, and, what was uh, it, men like Monty get, Python? <laughs> I don't know. And high voices. I can't imagine, like, <laughs> what he would have submitted that uh, they would have believed as a script of his because this is, I think, his third movie or fourth movie or some such mm -hmm. um, of, I guess major movie uh, in Iran and none of them were allowed um, to be shown in Iran including this one this one was banned as well um, even oh though, was like, it I was, yeah Iran has, okay it was banned yeah, it was banned from cinemas oh um, okay yeah, yeah but like there's a huge black market of DVDs and whatnot and everybody had seen it and uh, like the film was set to like 
break all kinds of records for for sales and I'm sure it was seen um, on that same scale um, just because it's such an interesting and taboo topic and because it's a movie about soccer and people love soccer mm. and love reliving like happy experiences like I couldn't keep a straight face toward the end like I kept tearing up um, mostly just being happy um, yeah and proud um, but yeah it's a weird thing soccer sports sports are a weird thing I especially for someone that like it doesn't connect like you know my brain doesn't yeah. connect but then you know I I feel the joy <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I don't know I you know I, I feel happy for everyone in there and especially I feel happier for these folks in this than I do when like the Grizz win in Missoula should I not say that? But I don't really... <laughs> I don't feel happy for them necessarily. That's a big thing in the U.S., it feels like, or at least the circles I've been in, where it's like the thing that is the popular thing to happen is like the thing that we are not supposed to root for. I don't know what, what, the, what the idea is. Did I say it all convoluted? I, I don't know. The thing that's not supposed like to... You're supposed, uh -huh. Like you were saying, you were rooting for Ghana and, you know, you uh -oh. don't root for the Grizz. Like... Why is that a thing? Um, I don't... I mean, I kind of get it. Yeah. But, yeah. You, wait, you can't say I don't root for the Grizz because I don't root for anyone. So, you, I mean, I do live in Missoula, so I don't want someone to actually come and get me, <laughs> as we <laughs> talked about before. <laughs> right, right. But, I mean, yeah, so certainly I'm not actually rooting for the Grizz. And when Grizz win, I, I when I see people celebrating, because especially I see, like, the people, you know, to me it's like the aggressive dudes that go downtown and like yeah there put it is. fists in windows <laughs> right <laughs> whatever they're right. trying to do yep it was all stemming from those moments with my dad where it just didn't work out <laughs> <laughs> and all just crumbled from there yeah did you pick up on the fact that one of the shots in the uh bus uh, toward the end it just lasted a while like we just watched the girls just head on with the camera being still for like an unusually long time. Oh yeah, when they were waiting for like the outcome of the game, right? When like the, it was like yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, well perceived, I said. I think well perceived. Or, <laughs> it was pretty I, obvious, I right? <laughs> there was nothing else going on. So <laughs> that that style of shot, um, like Panohi was a. Uh, an assistant director or worked for Kiarostami, which is a better known, I mean, actually, no, they're probably on the same footing now, but Kiarostami is a huge um, Iranian director. Yeah, that's a name I actually um, do kind of recognize. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's uh, for super film nerds, there's a fact for you <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that that long shot was in his style. And that uh, Panohi was a disciple of the great Kiarostami. Nice. Another fact that I'll just throw out. It's not funny, <laughs> but maybe it's interesting. <laughs> that the credit song at the end was the uh, uh, national anthem and in the Shah's time. Yeah. Uh, I, I wrote down, I was like, what is this song? It sounds like the National Anthem, but it sounds too old. Okay, so that, make, exactly. yeah, that makes sense. Wow, good good on you for recognizing that. Yeah. But Iran it's, it's, a, the it's a song. Yes. 
Oh wow, they named it. Okay. Oh, they that's just, did they that's translate. Just, well, it? that's just like the first lines I I think, or that's like the yeah, line that stuck with it me. It is, and it's it took a while, but the playing of it and actually like playing it in public and whatnot uh, was normalized after a while and was definitely okay by two thousand six. Mm. Um, as a credit song, it may have been too much, but like too uh, controversial. Right. Huh. Right. But it wasn't like a super illegal song when as it was like just after the revolution and wow. for a decade or so after here's a random question why was the referee cool. korean oh uh that's a common thing uh when oh, in general two nations play okay. each other the yeah the referees from it oh makes sense never thought about that okay yeah makes sense yeah right yeah so they don't throw the game for iran or exactly Bahrain. exactly right so jeff uh how did you like this movie overall? Yeah, so I was going to uh, give it a pretty high rating, but then once you said it wasn't all live, that took it down a lot. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, you know, it's in the one to two range now. It's no, no, I'll give it a three and a half. Oh wow, okay, all right, and yeah, um, pretty much exactly and- for the reasons I said. Um, you know, it was kind of hard for me to get into it at first, but then when I did get into it, I was pretty engrossed, and yeah, and you know, it was. I, I I could tell it was an outcome that like meant a lot to people that were, you know, part of that moment or part of a moment similar to that, like you were. Yeah, right, right. And and, and also um, I was impressed with the filmmaking, even though it wasn't all live, but there were still enough scenes that were definitely live that was, uh, you know, that kind of stuff thing that always impresses me. We're like, yep, they had like one chance to get this right. Yeah, right, right. For me to watch any sort of sports movie, it's like, oh boy, here we go. But... I I I think it ended better than me watching most sports movies. Yeah, I didn't think it was really a sports no. movie in the sense. Yeah, and like to to be to be fair to most sports movies, they usually are not. Right. Anyway, is there anything you would like to ask me? What do you give this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, give it four and a half stars. Wow. Yeah, and it's because of the humanistic message, as well as just how down to earth the uh, goings on in the movie are and for how realistic the portrayals of the soldiers and how like impartial i mean the soldiers would be the vehicles of of the of the regime here and they're treated as humans as well and not as such as these like evil um vehicles of the regime they're like we're in this situation and we don't really want to be doing this but we are doing it and we have to do it we have orders i guess the nazis had orders too but still oh, boy. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're not doing anything horrific you know and they wouldn't they didn't make the girl not go to the bathroom which would have been the uh inhuman thing to do but so yeah because of that compassionate approach to the subject matter and to the characters uh, mainly, and the resulting down-to-earth story, I give it four and a half stars. Nice, yeah. I've, I figured from your anecdote earlier about how how much you were moved by, you know, your own experience that you'd probably give this a pretty high rating. Man, I felt like I hadn't heard you talk for a while. Like, did I just talk for like a good five minutes straight? Uh, I feel like this podcast, you definitely were the talker on it. <laughs> so I think wow, that, okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you will notice this, this is mostly Ali. This is the Ali special. Okay. Ali double down. <laughs> Those jumping jacks, man. 
I don't know. And, and the Red like Bulls, maybe. Crack cocaine, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, and the fact you're, you're, ca- you're catching me without uh, much stake in this game or much knowledge. <laughs> so <laughs> you're filling me in. Take a moment to rate us on, uh, uh, what is it that they rate us on? Uh, on Spotify, iTunes. iTunes, any sort of thing. You can, you know, just post on social media about us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tell your right. friends. Tell your friends about us. Basically, uh, promote us where we fail to promote ourselves. Which is everywhere. Exactly. And uh, until two weeks from now, thank you to everyone who listened. Bye-bye. <laughs>